from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. It's The uh, the Drive with Tim Donnelly here on 99.9 The Fan. Sam Howell in Denver. I mean, I assume somebody else set up his travel. Maybe they needed a GPS. Uh, Sam Howell versus Russell Wilson. Sunday, 425, Denver, Colorado. Welcome to the big league, Sam Howell. Yeah. Now, that's not 100% just about, like, complimenting the Denver Broncos and saying, like, oh, now you're in the big leagues. Part of it is an insult to the Arizona Cardinals, who well, there's that. Washington played in week one and squeaked a victory uh, away from just by the, the hair on Sam's chinny-chin-chin. Sam Howell's kind of the first guy to be taking over a franchise and get to play like an FCS opponent in his first game in the NFL. Because mm-hmm. Arizona is is the equivalent of an FCS. Like, they're not trying to win. They're actively trying to stink. They have. And they stink. Yeah. They, they, they traded for their quarterback that's starting now, like five days before the season yeah. started. Stupid. They, they have the potential to have the number one and number two overall pick. Because uh, they own Houston's pick as well in one of the most uh, anticipated draft classes in, in a very long time. Um, could be a quarterback plus Marvin Harrison Jr. Could be uh, they could even drum up their draft capital even more if they're able to move somebody like Kyler Murray. So there's there's there is something to be said for Sam Howe got a tune-up game. We talked about a get-right game mm-hmm. for NC State against VMI. A get-right game at the beginning of the season is a tune-up game. You have nothing to get right from, but if it happens first, you're just looking to tune things up, see yeah. if they're working, get a good sweat in, walk away with a win, then have your season start the next year or the next week. Excuse me. Uh, so using that logic, the season starts this week for Washington. Season starts this week for Sam Howe. And now they go to face an improved Broncos team. Do I think the Broncos are uh, a Super Bowl contender? No, but in the very first game, you could see the impact of Sean Payton. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have the first half stats here for Russell Wilson. Uh, brought him with me here to the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. Well, there you go. Uh, they lost to the Raiders by a point, but there were signs, right? And this is what I'm talking about when I say Sean Payton had a, a positive effect. Russell Wilson went 17 of 19 passing for 125 yards with two touchdowns and zero interceptions for a 129.2 passer rating in the first half. Not bad. That is a good start. That is Sean Payton having a positive impact on a player who was not very good a season ago. Second half, the wheels fell off a little bit, which just tells me Sean Payton. I mean, it's, it's Rome wasn't built in a day. He has more work to do with Russell Wilson in the offense. Right through training camp, they got a good half out of them. We'll see how long it takes to get a full game out of them, but it, it's 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 better than it was last year. Going against the Broncos at times last year, you were pretty confident, like, hey, we can either win this game or we can just wait around long enough for Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson to lose it. And yeah. as long as we're still in the mix, we'll be good to go. I don't see that happening this year, as or at least not as often. So Sam Howell, right last week, they didn't even bury Arizona. They needed to come back late in the game to beat Arizona. Against Denver, I, I think they're going to, like, now is where it starts. Now you, you have to play well. If you if you listen to Eric Bieniemy, if you listen to Ron Rivera, if you listen to really anybody talking about Sam Howell's performance, they they didn't laud him for week one. No. They, they, oh, he was great. Oh, he was a leader. Oh, he played like a veteran. There was a lot of, he played exactly how you'd expect a 
young quarterback making his first start as quarterback one, even though he did get a start last year, it wasn't as quarterback one, right? He looked like how a young quarterback should look in his first time in the spotlight, first time playing meaningful, uh, getting a meaningful start. That's not necessarily a uh, compliment. No. It's, it's like a backhanded compliment. It's like, well, for a young guy, he did okay. Yeah, it's like he did fine. He didn't hurt us. He did fine. We won the game. And we won. If we lost, we'd be much, much different with our vibes. He did what we asked him to do. That's he's gonna really he, about it. And he's going to have to do more this week. Yeah. He's going to have to, the offense, right, not just Sam Howell, the offense led by Sam Howell is going to have to score some points against a good defense. Right? The, 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 the Denver defense by no means is the 85 Bears, but they're good. Mm-hmm. And you, if you mix that in with, with the Washington offense being unproven, you know, uh, this is a way to kind of just generally see what the expectations are for Denver's defense. Um, on Yahoo Fantasy, Denver's the fifth highest expected points in it, from defense. Okay. Right? So their defense is expected to, you know, sacks, interceptions, uh, special teams plays, maybe a return for a touchdown, right? Those are the things that are expected from the Denver Broncos defense, which – is not a compliment to the Washington offense. No, it's it's, it's not. Uh, but I think much like we talked about NC State in the last segment about who are you offensively? What's your identity? And I think that's something that, that Washington is still trying to figure out with Sam Howell because Sam Howell, like you mentioned, only has two career starts. It's just mm-hmm. his second year in the NFL. And you have a new offensive coordinator, Eric Bieni, where first time he's like really actually running the place because Andy Reid was one calling plays and stuff that we saw for the most part in Kansas city when BR, the enemy was there. All right. So kind of but, a new- just to jump in, if there was one room I could be a fly on the wall of, I, w- I would love to know the, the breakdown of who's making the decisions in Kansas city. Well, there's that. Be- yeah. I, I just, I think you're right. Andy Reid's calling the plays. He's designing the offense. He's like the leader, yeah. but I would love to know how much the enemy actually contributed, how For much, sure. how much Matt Nagy is actually contributing now just to, Pure curiosity. I'd love to be a fly on the wall. Now, yeah. that's my sidebar. Now back, no, it's back fine, to but, um, but it's it's new roles, basically, for mm-hmm. both of these guys, and they're figuring these things out together. Uh, so that's something that we, we're going to try and figure out, at least for, hopefully Washington will figure out moving forward, is what are they going to be? And also, as there's more tape and game footage of Sam Howell and, and what his tendencies are as a player, what, he's, what his strengths, his weaknesses – Teams are going to start to exploit that over time. So he, Sam Howell not only has to improve for himself, but he has to continue to grow and evolve and stay ahead of his mistakes because eventually teams are going to start to figure you out. And and that is part of it as far as um, – like I didn't think Terry McLaurin was utilized enough in the first week. Oh, uh, agree. Brian Robinson got the ball a ton. The offense didn't re- – or the offense running game didn't didn't really uh, gash him very often. Uh, there There are things where – the NFL, a lot of times, is about it's difficult to completely surprise the other team often, right? Uh, if you're playing against Washington, you know Terry McLaurin's good. Yeah. Washington has to get him the ball anyway, right? Nobody's been surprised that Devontae Adams is a good wide receiver for the last five years, mm-hmm. right? But the Packers and now the Raiders still find a way to get him the ball. Nobody's like, uh, uh, you know, last night, A.J. Brown. They kind of bottled him up, and there was some, some – uh, the Vikings kind of bottled up A.J. Brown. Guess what? Everybody knew A.J. Brown was good, so that's what they focused on. But guess what? On the other side, everybody knows Justin Jefferson is good too. Yeah. But the, the Vikings kept scheming him open in a billion different ways, and he got another 150 whatever some odd yards. Like, like Sam Howell has to understand right now he has the element of surprise a little bit, right? Nobody yeah. knows what Sam Howell is going to be in the NFL. Uh, 
but you're going to have to be successful as people learn more and more about your offense and as people learn more and more about Sam Howell. For example, everybody knows Terry McLaurin is good. Get him the ball anyway. Yep. Everybody knows Jahan Dodson is good. Get him the ball anyway. You can't lean on the running game all the time because sometimes you're just up against a run defense. Those guys get paid a lot of money too. They're professionals too. They're going to bottle you up. It's, it's, I don't know. I, I feel like one of the things in college is if they're double teaming a guy, it's just assumed, like, all right, go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. In the NFL, it's like if they're double teaming a guy, but that's the guy you're paying $24 million a year, you still need to make sure you're getting $24 million. Exactly. It, it's not it's not that black and white, that like go, no go, inbounds, out of bounds, obvious in, in the NFL. I chose William Peace University because of the small class sizes. I feel that you get more one-on-one time with teachers, with class sizes like about 16 per teacher. You can really get that one-on-one help a lot of students need. A 12 to one student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu. Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out. You could really use the JAG Advantage. What's the JAG Advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996 with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities. The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG Advantage. Score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity. Interesting weekend for the, the Panthers. One day extra, right? This was brought up by Dennis earlier in the week. The Panthers have a long week. Long week is a luxury in the NFL. You play on a Sunday, then you play the following Monday. That's an extra day. Uh, you play on a Thursday, then you play the not the next immediate Sunday, but the one after that. It's a long week. Bye week. That's a long week. You play on Thanksgiving. You get a long week. Uh, long weeks can go one of two ways. It's kind of like a long weekend for us, and it's actually super appropriate that we're here at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. I remember a time in my life, many of you probably remember a time in your life, mm-hmm. where a long weekend meant Another night to go out with the friends. Oh, yeah. Right? Meant, meant another night to stay out till 2 a.m. Another night to not worry about sleeping in the next day. You didn't have any uh, responsibilities, right? You, that, that's what a long weekend used to mean. You know what a long weekend means to me now? I get excited. I'm going to get so much done in the yard. Right? It's like, you know what? I'm going to, oh, man, that, that chore list is going to get checked off so aggressively. Right? We're here at the aluminum company of, uh, of uh, North Carolina. It's like, you know, I haven't gotten to the aluminum company of North Carolina to get those gutter helmets. I'm going to clear the whole, I'm going to clean all my gutters this weekend. Cause I have the extra day off, right? It ends up turning into a work day of just a different kind. Yeah. When you, when you hit a certain point, um, if you don't have like a trip planned or people come to town or whatever, it's like, you know what, that extra day, I'm going to, I'm going to organize the garage. How about it? Uh, the Panthers are, are, are doing yard work, right? They're not, they're not getting the day, uh, the extra day, and going, oh, I'm going to relax, right? There's some, especially veteran teams that are, are kind of established. If they play on Sunday and they don't play till Monday night football the next week, coach might say, you know what? Don't come in till Wednesday, mm-hmm. right? Tuesday off. Enjoy time with your family. 
and everybody cheers and everybody goes crazy. And it's like, yeah, way to go. Right. That's the equivalent of right. A long week, Labor Day weekend means an extra day at the beach and I'm going to be drinking my ties. Uh, <laughs> the Panthers don't get to do that. Right. No. The Panthers, they get a long week. They don't play till Monday. Uh, they're, they're doing something to get better, right? They're doing, they're checking off something off the chore list and hopefully a bunch of things off the chore list. It's a long list. <laughs> it is. And, and you have to prioritize, right? Just like somebody doing, doing stuff around the house, right? You yep. might, you might have to clean the gutters. You might have to mow the lawn. You might have to, to, uh, you know, get rid of that wasp nest that you saw in the back. You, you might have to paint a, the, the, something chipped in the bathroom and you gotta go paint over it. Like there might be a million things on your list and you got to prioritize it, start with the first and move on. Right. So for the Panthers, an extra day off comes with a long list of chores. I have a few things, but first Bryce young needs to be in the film room. That's less team, more Bryce. Here's Bryce young on what he learned after watching the week one tape. Yeah. Um, you know, we've, we've obviously, we've, we've turned the page and, you know, it's been just about how we can be constructive from it. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we've, we've obviously, we've, we've turned the page and, you know, it's been just about how we can be constructive from it. Um, so yeah, there's, there's good stuff on film that we have to continue to do. Um, and then there's stuff that obviously, um, you know, we have to learn from, I had to learn from, and we're, we're in the process of getting it cleaned up. So, um, you know, I think it's, again, you now, you know, we, you know, we're playing New Orleans, so obviously all our attention, you know, we need all of our attention to be able to do what we want to do. And, you know, it takes us being locked and engaged on that. So, you know, you got to push what happened on, on, on Sunday aside. And uh, it's been all about about growing and getting ready for, for Monday. Chicka, chicka, what little remix there at the beginning of the clip? Yeah. Uh, Bryce Young is is right. It's always tough. There's there's that, that line you have to flirt with between, like, flushing the previous week's performance and also like you know we're, we're aware that's the only tape you have of regular season football and you're probably still watching it in meetings right now so it's like you're not completely moved on from it you're watching it quite a bit um but i'm confident in bryce young's ability to do that right uh you don't end up the number one overall pick uh without especially at alabama playing for a, a coach like nick saban without completely and totally understanding that uh, you know, failures. Actually, one of my uh, favorite quotes, and Nick Saban and I do not agree on much, right? A lot of times I'm critical of what he says to the media on his uh, radio show this week, mm -hmm. right? Because Alabama just lost to Texas. He said, you don't ever want to waste a failing. Hmm. And I, I really, really like that. And I really, really identified with it because it goes along with what I always say, which is it's easier to coach after a loss. You don't want to waste the attention that comes with a bad performance, right? You don't want to, as a coach, as a, as a leader, you don't want to waste the focus that your players have after a loss when they're, they're so desperate to not feel that way again, right? What's the, every coach at some point in time after a hard fought, heartbreaking loss has said, I wish I could bottle up this feeling and let you feel it, uh, you know, in the middle of the off season, yeah. because you, you would work so hard to never feel like this. Uh, but the fact of the matter is you can't bottle up that feeling after a loss. So you just can't waste it. Right. When you, when you do taste it, when you do feel it, when you do have that motivation, you need to, to take advantage of it. So there's no doubt in my mind after playing for Nick Saban, who just used that quote that uh, Bryce Young understands he doesn't want to waste the feeling of two interceptions. He doesn't want to waste the feeling of losing your pro debut. He doesn't want to waste the feeling of, of not living up to the hype and, and, and he'll be in there. Um, now let's get to the rest of the chore list for the Carolina Panthers on their long week. 
Uh, one, this is like the first thing you have to do. This is the thing that the HOA has already warned you about. If you don't fix it, they're going to start start uh, levying fines. Get the offensive line up to speed as much as possible, including answering this question. Who is going to play the other guard, guard spot opposite of Chandler Zavala? Whichever opposite that is, whether it's right or left, flip them. Where's yeah. Chandler Zavala going to be playing and who's going to be on the opposite side and get them ready to play as much as you can. That's number one. You get an extra day. That that extra day, that Sunday that you normally don't have because you're playing on Sunday, I hope the entire thing is spent uh, with with the interior of the offensive line learning and 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 discussing and talking and watching film and saying, all right, how are you going to call this one? What's your check going to be on this one? How do we want to block this pressure? How do we want to block that pressure? Uh, something to keep in mind real quick, offensive line, Taylor Moten, right tackle, limited in practice the last couple of days. Even more so. Yeah. Right? And, and whoever might step in at right, ta- yeah. right tackle, have him in the meetings too. Have yeah. Moten there in the meetings because Moten is, is team captain. Uh, if you watched any of the Camp Confidential stuff, he's going up and during team meetings, just kind of uh, running the team kind of in mm-hmm. that uh, at the end of training camp, uh, there's this uh, tried and true NFL thing where uh, the the staff members, right, trainers, uh, um, people that serve food, uh, people that clean up, like uh, the staff, uh, the, the players all kick in tips at the end of training camp. Yeah. And then they divide it up amongst all the staff members to thank them for their their work, helping them and all those sorts of things. Taylor Moten was the guy that went up to the podium and said, hey, we're collecting for the tips. Uh, here's how you can give. You know, you, can, you want to take it out of your check, just go sign a number here, sign. Like Moten is a team leader of of that kind of stuff. Uh, so have him help, right? Yeah. If, if he's hurt, that's fine. Can you watch film with whatever injury you're dealing with? Whatever, whatever's made you limited. Does that stop you from sitting in a chair and holding a clicker? All right, then get in there and help teach these young guys. The offensive line, priority number one. Priority number two, this this comes from uh, their, their offensive coordinator, uh, Thomas. This comes from Bryce. This comes from Reich. This comes from, I mean, best idea in the house wins. Draw up some explosives. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's a trick play. I don't care if it's a double move. I don't care if it's play action. I don't care if it's the the old throwback where you, you know, roll all the way to the left, throw back to the, the right. They need a play to ignite the offense. Yes. And you want to have a whole bunch of options to go to, right? Uh, when, when you look at um, the Denny's menus, right? The play, the play sheets, the laminated yeah. play sheets that, that the, <laughs> the coaches use. There is traditionally a section, maybe even a column, half a column that is explosives, right? Mm-hmm. Take a shot plays. Yeah. And a lot of times you're looking for them on second and two when you're like, hey, if we don't get it, we still have third down to pick up the two yards. Let's take a shot downfield. Let's try something big or even uh, fresh off a turnover. Defense gets the ball. Uh, they, they pick it off. They force a fumble and recover it. There's a muffed punt, right? You're running out there. You know, the defense's head is swiveling a little bit because they weren't ready to go out there. How do you take advantage of it with misdirection in a deep ball? How do you take advantage of it with uh, something tricky? You need those plays, right? You need those plays. It's it's the equivalent of the baseball cliche. Somebody makes a great play in the field. Why are they always the next one up, right? If you make a great play for the third out in the field, you make mm-hmm. a diving catch, you rob a home run. Why is that person always the leadoff hitter in the, the bottom half of the inning? Mm-hmm. It just works out that way, right? Then they hit a two, uh, a two run shot with nobody on base, right? It's 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 <laughs> like everything just kind of gets rolling. That's what momentum feels like. If if your defense gets a turnover, you need those explosives ready. 
right? You don't not not the play you have to run twice to set up, right? You need those explosives ready. That extra day, that's what I want the minds worried about. And then defensively, you have to get ready to place get ready to replace JC Horn. Yeah. Big time. I hope I hope this is paint by numbers. I hope you already have the the steps in order because everybody in the world knew that one of the concerns for the the Panthers secondary was the corners health, Dante Jackson, JC Horn. In the preseason, Dante Jackson was dealing with an injury. Game one, J.C. Horn's dealing with an injury. Mm-hmm. If you're surprised by this, you were unprepared for the season. We told you about it. So exactly, <laughs> like go back, listen. We we, but I'm not even acting like we were geniuses on that. No, like everybody should have been able to tell that. Mm-hmm. There are times I will say like, "Haha, told you so." This one, I'm kind of like, "Yeah, everybody knew." Uh, so I hope they have like their their emergency, you know. Like they're, you know, have a plan for a fire. We're going to run down the street and meet at this stop sign once everybody gets out. You yeah. Know? Like, I hope they have their, their emergency plan, uh, but you got to implement it. So put that into effect uh, this week. You have a longer week. That's just the top of your priority list, the top of your chores list. We could keep going, but it is an extra, extra day for the Panthers. So make sure they're taking advantage of it. Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice.